And now it's time for the newest episode of Straight Talk with Donnie Smith. Join Donnie for straight in-your-face talk from men, discussing real topics, real solutions, with real truth. Hey guys, this is your boy Donnie here for another great episode of Straight Talk. And I have an issue I want to talk about today. And uh, it's an issue concerning all Christians. And what it mean what I mean by this is what exactly is our job as Christians? What do we do as Christians? Because I, I I was talking to several people last week about uh, how Christians come up to non-Christian believers and say telling us, oh well, well you guys come about it. You guys are judging us for not being Christians and how we live and all that. Like, well, that's not what we're supposed to do. It's like, what do you mean? Like, well, our job as Christians, the only thing our job is is tell you about God's love and not to alienate you in any way, but to, uh, just to tell you about God's love and talking to you about what Jesus has done, what Jesus continues to do, and so on and so forth. It's not my job to convert you in any way. I'm not trying to convert you in any way. I'm just showing you who God is what he has done for me in my life and so on and so forth because he can uh, have a great impact on yours and that's exactly what I said like and they were like oh wow really I'm like yeah that I'm sorry that other people have alienated you but that's all we're supposed to do we can't save anybody from their sins nor should we try all we should be doing is telling them about Jesus what he has done in our lives give examples of what he has done in our lives and go from there. And if they choose to accept God as their Lord and Savior, which we hope they do, is let them pray to God and ask Him for forgiveness. We can't pray for them. The prayer's got to come from them. They've got to confess from their tongues what they have done and go from there and accept Jesus as Lord and Savior. That's all the thing we can do. And she's like, oh, wow, that nobody's ever told me that before. And like, well, that's kind of sad. I mean, it's kind of sad like that people... They feel alienated by us Christians by saying that, thinking that we judging them. Like, well, if they're judging you, then they're doing wrong. I mean, you just can't go up to somebody and say, oh my God, you're living the wrong way. No, that's their freedom to live whatever way they want to. But they could be living better if they accepted God as their Lord and Savior. Then he can change their lifestyle if he so chooses to. And it's all about God, how he wants us to live. Not as Christians saying how they should be living. It's how God wants us to live. He will direct us down the right path that we need to go. And it's up to us to follow his directions. And he will give us directions through talking, through prayer. Because we're supposed to talk to Jesus like he's, our, like he's here with us. Because he is here with us. And he is our best friend. That's all we can do. That's all we should be doing. And I'm going to uh, speak on a few verses here that uh, my lovely wife has picked out for me today. And it holds true and it, and it really holds to heart what this whole entire topic is about. First John, I mean not First John, I'm sorry. I always get First John and John and all the other Bible uh, books of the Bible of John all confused. Because I think they're all written by the same person but just, just at different times uh, back then. John seventeen seventeen says, Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. God cleanses us with the truth. And that's what this other verse talks about is this, with 1 John seven ten, 
I mean, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. I've, I've read that wrong. First John chapter 1, 7 through 10. Man, if that don't get your tongue tied, I don't know what will. But uh, anyway, I'm going to continue on with these verses. And again, it's 1 John uh, chapter 1, verses 7 through 10. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin, which I just touched on in the first one. And it continues on to say, if we say we have no sin, we have deceived ourselves. In other words, you say you have no sin, you're lying to yourself. That's all this too. You're just lying because everybody is born in sin. And it continues on to say, and the truth is not in us. As I said, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say we have not sinned, we make him out to be a liar, and his word is not in us. See, that goes on to tell, and that's why that's what I was telling you is that we are all born in sin and come short of the glory of God, which that is in another version of the Bible I can't think of right now. But that that just holds true because I mean everybody in this world has sin. Everybody is born in sin. The only difference between us and the other sinners is that we can we confess our sins to God. And he forgives us, and which is why Jesus died on the cross for us to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us by his blood. And John fifteen twelve says, This is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one other than this, that he laid down his life for his friends. See, we're supposed to love one another. And so we should be going up to the other people of anybody for that matter and just telling them about God and whether they accept it or not well that's up to them our job is to show them and to talk to them about God and how he loves us and how he saves us from our sins don't try to convert anybody because that's just going to alienate them because we can't save them from their sin only Jesus and God can do that which they're the same person see God sent his only son to save us and that's what we're supposed to tell people. We can't do anything other than that. And nor should we try to do anything other than that. Matthew seven twelve says, Do not judge or you will be judged. See, that's right there. For with the same judgment you pronounce, you will, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. See, we can't judge anybody to saying, Oh, we're, we're, you're not living right. Well, that, as they take it, is a form of judgment. If they say, if you say that to somebody, it's like you're living wrong, you're you're judging them by saying they're living wrong. The only thing we should be doing is talking to them about Jesus, and He will direct them the right path if they so choose to go the right path. And that's that's all that's all of our power is, and it is a great power that we talk to people and tell them about Jesus, not to convert them, not to say they're doing wrong, not any of that, because that's just going to alienate them. And uh, that verse I quoted you, I said the chapter's wrong, and I'm sorry about that. It's Matthew chapter 7, verses 1 and 2. I'm sorry about that. I, the, I'm not doing well for reciting these Bible verses and what chapter they're on, and I do apologize for that. And the last one I'm going to touch on is Matthew 28, verses 18 through 20. And this says... Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. 
Therefore, go out, uh, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, and teaching them to obey that I have commanded you. And surely I will always be with you, even to the end of age. See, we're supposed to be a uh, go out and make disciples of people. Well, how do we do that? By teaching them. And how do we learn that? How do we learn how to teach them by reading the Bible and doing what it says? But and also, it says right there, like I told you in the previous chapter, do not judge them. We can't judge them. We just have to go out and tell people about Jesus without alienating them and judging them. Well, it's probably the two go hand in hand. We just can't sit there and tell people, oh, you're living the wrong way. Well, that may be true. They may be living the wrong way, but they don't need us to point that out to them. They probably already know that. We just need to tell them what God, lo how God loves us, how God took our our punishment that we should have been taking and bringing them to Jesus if they so choose so. We can't do anything more or anything less than that. And if you do, then you're doing it wrong. I'm going to sit here and take a quick break real quick and come back and finish this discussion. I'm going to play you this song that really hits home in this particular discussion. It's Casting Crowns called If We Are the Body. And I'll be right back to finish up this discussion and going from there. And I'll catch you later. I'll be back in a minute. It's crowded and worship today as she slips in, trying to fade into the faces the girls teasing laughter is carrying farther than they know farther than they know but if we are the body why aren't his arms reaching why aren't his hands healing why aren't his words teaching Why aren't his hands healing? Why aren't his words? 
Okay, welcome back here, guys. I hope you enjoyed that song by Casting Crowns, If We Are the Body. And um, I just want to continue on with the discussion about uh, how to do our jobs as Christians. And I'm not saying I'm perfect in any way or I'm an imagined authority, uh, great authority on this. I'm not. I'm just learning by example uh, about how to approach people about Jesus. And hopefully this helps you when you go out there and talk to people about Jesus and uh, showing them the way, the truth, the life that Jesus is. And hopefully this will make it easier for you and not make people upset or make them throw something at you or make them cuss you out in any way. Because that that's, that's not a good way to start off a friendship. And that's what we're trying to do is start up a friendship and bring our friends closer to Jesus. And that's what our ultimate job is, to bring more people to know who Jesus is and how he can save us. And I'm hoping this, these verses that I explained to you earlier uh, really helps out with that and gives people an example of how God can change their life. Because he has certainly changed mine. He moved me from Florida to Texas with my wonderful, wonderful wife. And we've had our um, discussions on this certain topic as well. And we seem to be pretty good uh, judgments on it and how we should be doing it. Because she's brought people, homeless people in fact, to Jesus. And that's another thing that goes back that we shouldn't judge people because there's our church ministry really goes out and talks to homeless people. Well, it did until the pandemic hit, of course. And we touched a lot of people's heart back out there. And it's just unfortunately that no, not really a lot of people go out there and really do an outreach for the homeless people. And if they need, if they need God, boy, do they ever need God. These people are losses of the day is long, and we've helped people change their life in many ways. And uh, it's really touched a lot of people's hearts. And I'm going to touch on this verse here, 1 Corinthians 13, about love and speaking to people with love. And really, this one verse really hits home to me. It's uh, 1 Corinthians verse 4. I should say 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4. Love is patient, love is kind. And does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud, it is not rude, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, it keeps no account of wrongs, love takes pleasure, love takes no pleasure in evil, but rejoices the truth that it bears all things, bears all things, believes all things, and hopes all things, and endures all things. And that's what God is. If that's not the power of God, I don't know what is. Uh, that really hits home to a lot of things and what really what this whole entire chapter of first corinthians 13 is it's all about the power of god's love and what god's love does for everybody and that's what we need to show people that's what we need to talk to people about is what god's love actually does and what it has done to other people and that's about it right there with all that i mean it's just an incredible feeling that you know that you're making an impact on people's lives just by talking to them about Jesus and how Jesus can change their life and show them what Jesus has done in your life you, you need to tell them what you got you got this moment is with you and how Jesus came into your life changed your life and sh and you need to show that what he has done for you in their lives now that, that, that would be a perfect example of how to show people and bring them to God but uh, I'm going to finish up here and uh, and uh, get going. And, but I just wanted to share this message with you and what 
it has done in my life because it's certainly changed my life. I've talked to people, more people about God's love in the last year than I ever have in my entire life. And it's a wonderful feeling that I have made an impact in people's lives. Matter of fact, there's one person I talked to about a couple of weeks ago who told me it really changed their life and really opened their eyes of what God is all about. But like I said, I'm going to close out here and get going here, but I just wanted to share this message with you. But if you like this episode, please uh, subscribe to us on here. Follow us on here through iTunes, Spotify, or iHeartRadio. And uh, check out our YouTube channel of Your, Your New Life Ministries LLC on YouTube. And if you like any of those episodes, please hit the subscribe button right on the bottom there. And go to our website at yournewlifeministries.org and fill out the, uh, our, our newsletter uh, subscription to our newsletter and we'll send you out uh, our newsletter e-blast every month about what is going on within your new life ministries okay alright and uh, follow us on Instagram too and Facebook at your new life ministries LLC alright I'll talk at you later folks bye bye <music>